2: Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This
0: is TalkSport Daily.
2: Hello and
3: welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host with the most still yet to have a haircut that's actually scheduled for later today. In fact, while you're listening to this, I might be getting my haircut. In fact, if you're listening to this at half past ten, chances are Billy, my hairdresser, who also does Harry Kane's here will be cutting my hair, probably with laser beads. Anyway, a huge podcast coming your way begins with you. Yeah, you, the listener, the talk sport listener, with your reaction to the second semi-final in the Carabao Cup. Of course, the first one, it doesn't matter what happened in the first one. This one was between Leicester and Aston Villa, and this is your reaction on Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar, Monday to Thursdays from 10pm.
4: Crosses the centre. Gilbert is there and he floods it home and Villa make the foxes flinch. A rare attack from Aston Villa and they are in front. Here, and Acho on the edge of the air, played in by Vardy, goes past Ming, shoots and fires it in. And Aston Villa have given a goal away. Listen, it's still very well balanced, isn't it? You have to suffer to get to a final. And uh, we did a little bit tonight, but we showed a great reaction. We'll go there and, uh, and, and Aston Villa will probably come out a little bit more because they're playing at home. Mm-hmm. Um,
5: and uh, it makes for a great, great game.
4: You guys thought about Ben Chilwell's performance tonight? Um I thought it was pretty, pretty poor, and he seems I, to have. Uh, I thought it was at fault for the goal, Mick. Since the Man City game, when we played Man City away, he, he got absolutely run ragged by Mares. He couldn't beat the player in front of him; he was just played. But he, it's he was playing with.
5: in a, it's, you know, it, it was just, just have Mick there. Just one You're sorry, was it, Mick? He, he was playing wing back, and it's a very, very different role. Even though you often end up in very similar positions. When you said they beat the man. Chilwell is very capable, but more often than not, he's coming from a deeper area. He's coming from left-back, and I've seen it at Chelsea. When you see Marcus Alonso play left-wing-back compared to full-back, two totally different players. I just wonder whether Chilwell might have been guilty tonight of perhaps not quite adjusting to the new position, or certainly a position that he
4: doesn't normally play. Lucas Luiz is is a shambles. Um, I've never really been a fan of him regardless, but that's his fourth time this season he's done an error within 30 yards of the goal and it's caused us to concede and potentially drop points or potentially sacrifice a cup final if, if you look at it like that but still got 90 minutes of football against a very, very good Leicester side to play and one other point if I'll quickly make Grealish leaving Christian Perslow, the, the owner he, he come out and said we don't, we're not a selling club we don't need to sell the only reason we would sell is, is if Grealish said I want to move and to be fair I think in the summer if we stay up, he will go. I mean, regardless, I think he'll go in the summer. What's he on a and week, Gary? To, to be honest, I, I don't know. Okay. It's, not, it's not massive money. It's it, not. He's, had a, he's had a contract improvement. I imagine he's on about 40k. Um, but he'll he, he get a massive improvement if he obviously goes to a Europa League Champions League team. But he, he is a Champions League player. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's showed some real quality week in, week out. And he's mm-hmm. by far Villa's best player. By far,
1: Harry,
3: you've been a great call. Thanks for
1: that. I thought Jack was, was excellent today. Uh, you know, we floated the three of them around up front. Um, Garzi at one stage was down the middle. lane Jack, um, and I thought, thought he put a real captain's performance in. He was the one who looked the most composed on the ball in our team at times. And, and Tyrone, you know, I think he got man of the match. You know, with the headers, the the blocks, um, the defending that he had to do today was was excellent.
4: Grealish and Mings have been fantastic, and Mings is a brick wall. And Leicester just kept banging, and eventually he can't, he can't do it himself, you know. So we did pretty well. Got a
2: chance in the semi? In the, in, no, I, I think mean,
4: we have. Yeah. I mean, at, at Villa Park, we, we it's a fifty-fifty. I mean, yep. if we turn up, we're in the final. If, yep. it, you know Leicester can, yep. they've showed this season they, they are pretty solid. And
5: it's going to go, be tough.
4: Yeah. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah. I totally yeah. agree. And we have got a chance. We, I mean, we haven't won it since I was about sixteen. That was twenty-five years ago now. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's, 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 you've know, just got to hope here, your fingers crossed but yeah. we've got a chance we're in there but Man City potentially in the final the reason why Grealish isn't going to go to Man United is because you're crap. All oh. you a crap oh they're going to film in a lab a
3: villa crap,
4: now, there is one well, team are. there's one team one group uh, one one thing that could develop Grealish and it would also take that club to the next level is Chelsea they got more money than you after a two-year transfer ban, no, and Lampard's got a success of incorporating you. Are you trying to sell green yes, to Chelsea, Rob. Is that what you're <laughs> trying to do? It? I don't want to sell green. I wouldn't sell. I would I'd sell my mother before I sold greenish. However, that's another debate. She can't play centre half at first. the weekend against uh, can Norwich.
5: She, can she? she? Can she pick one top beans from thirty yards? <laughs>
3: Time now to head over to Laura Woods' Breakfast Show with, uh, of course, Alan Brazil on the hot seat and Neil Warnock alongside. And they were talking about VAR, saying it will be good, but the PGMOL, which stands for the Parental Guidance, well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, the PGMOL needs to get rid of robotic Mike Riley. I think it will be a
0: fabulous addition. I think that Mike Riley, who's the leader of the referees, is a, is a robot, and he wants everybody... He, rub, he would referee like a robot. He wants most of his refs like robots, and what he does is he, 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 he issues orders to them as a robot, and you can't be a robot in football. You've got to be flexible. But, you know, his answer is it's a millimetre, it's a millimetre, and what have you. But to take it away from him... I think the authority have got to change the VAR tool. For me, either the feet or the body. It can't be like it is now on a tooth. On a, on a fingernail that, yeah. or a yeah. toe, toe. you know, you can't have it
3: like that. Time now to head over to the mid-morning show with Jim and Natalie. And how about this? They had a proper Hollywood superstar on the show. Cal Brook. Oh, I remember her from Weird Science with. Gary and Wyatt, they were the sort of two buffoons who managed to hook up with like a fake doll and then it was struck by lightning and it turned into a real woman and they decided to take a shower with her and then had a big party that trashed the house. Anyway, it's a great movie. Anyway, she was on their show talking about Amir Khan running scared from a fight with her. Hmm, weird. I I think he is. I think
5: that he couldn't lift his head up in Britain, you know, knowing that, you know, he's... Is being on the on the canvas, for, you know, and being beat by me. I don't think it could hold his hold his head up again. I don't I don't think he's washed up. I think that you know he's still he's still he's still looking he's still looking the part. He's still looking good in training and he's talking the talk. But you know he's he's not coming to the table. We know we know what'll happen. He's whiskered. He's going down. He can't take a <laughs> shot off me. He can't can he? But that's why he's not taking the fight. We've been talking. We've been round and round so many times about making this fight happen. Until he comes until he actually phones me up or comes and, and really determines says that I want I want the fight, then it's what there's not we've talked about it too much. It's like let's not talk about it,
3: let's do it. And if you're a boxing fan, you can download Fight Night on Sunday morning. That doesn't make sense, but it sort of does. With Gareth A. Davis, that A doesn't mean anything, and Adam J. Catchell. Their podcast is available to download via ACAST, Apple Pods and Spotify. Time now to move on to H and J, or H plus J, as it says on a piece of paper in front of me. In fact, if you change the uh, little plus sign, you remove the bits either side, so it just looks like a line. It actually says H-I-J, which, of course, is part of the alphabet. Here's Paul and Andy with their show.
5: My wife recorded. She loves the thing on E! Channel, the red carpet. E! Channel. You know that entertainment ch- favorite channel? favourite channel. E! With Ryan Seacrest, is it? Seagrave? Yeah, C- see yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Why would I know? Okay. Ryan. What's Ryan's the show Seacrest? called? It's the red carpet. So oh, okay. either it's the Oscars or it's the Golden Globes. Yeah. And, uh, and we were watching so it So it's just basically journalists shouting people's names and they ignore Cuba, them or they Cuba. don't. No, yeah, but this, I think Ryan's, he's, he's a bit like Jeff Stelling. He seems to know everything. I don't know if he's being fed all the information, but he's he's incredible. He seems to, somebody will come along like, um, uh, what's her name? Kate Blanchett. Should we yeah. just chuck Witherspoon, Oh, okay. Example. Why did you choose <laughs> Because I'm, I'm just, I'm just hey, great, you try and give a blow, just get him out of trouble, and then he. The only well, because he the other one I saw was with Reece Oh, okay, fair enough. Well, I just thought you were contradicting the fact that you it doesn't matter. Come on, carry and he, on. He sort of knew everything about Reese's career and what she's up to and what she's done. And whoever so you came think along, someone's feeding it into his ear. I think it might be goal at Hartley. What did They got a bad link, they got a bad link, <laughs> and he got Jeff's stuff. It'd be fantastic, yeah. <laughs> Phil Thompson, what's happening, Anfield? <laughs> Because but was, why are you saying that to me, says Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> Jodie Comer, who plays... Uh, of course, she's in Killing Eve. I can't remember the name of the character she plays yeah. now. And uh, Villanelle, thank yeah, you very much, it, yeah. producer, who's an yeah. avid fan of yeah. that. Yeah. And, um... She was wearing these massive shoulder pads, and I noticed a lot of What do you women... think of Villanelle? Well, they're not as good as they were at the start of the season. Yeah, that reminds me, I was thinking, for now, of uh, West Ham. Yeah. He's the easiest bloke in the, in the world to substitute for a manager. That's it for now. <laughs> that, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I can't remember where I got to now. Never okay. mind, anyway, Reece, Anyway, so and it, Witherspoons <laughs> just found out there's been a goal at Hartlepool. <laughs> and, and... Um, where were you? Jodie Comer was wearing... All the women, a lot of the women wearing, like, basically... Dresses that looked like they were designed by the- as old Manchester United fans <laughs> call it Jodie Combover.
1: <laughs>
5: yeah. NFL shoulder pads. She was wearing NFL shoulder pads. They all pads. had NFL shoulder pads on It's a very strange look, I think. With the well, pavilion they- end <laughs> NFL, NFL shoulder, shoulder pads. What about Stella McKe- McCartney? M- Stella McKinney? Just <laughs> <laughs> Stella- calm down, Andy. Stella- you don't know what's going on there. Stella mate. McCartney's tweet about whacking um, Phoenix. Yeah. It was a very strange tweet there, wasn't it? This man's a winner wearing custom Stella because he chooses to make choices for the future of the planet. I did see that. That's why he's, right. he's going to wear the same suit three <laughs> times. It's good it's of him, isn't it? It's not great using climate concerns to sell clothes right now. I don't think that's that's a great F. Gab Cancelo says, what would Andy do if he got someone at the Palace to get his OBE for services to broadcasting? Ain't happening. And the Sussexes were presenting was the Was that God. bracket? Was that your no, bracket? That was, yeah, I, that's mine in parenthesis. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Gab wouldn't would you, be. So and the rude. Sussexes were giving out the gongs. What would you say then? You'd be all. You'd be a lick or wouldn't you? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I yes, you are. Have not you gone to Canada yet? Yeah, well, you're well known for being two-faced. Oh, no, I'm more. I'm more a fan of Princess Anne. Are you and, really? The, and the Countess of Wessex, okay. who yesterday uh, attended pub. a training session at uh, the National Sports Centre. It was an England hockey training session. Oh, okay, right. You know, earning their money. Yuck! It. Oh, but okay, we get the idea, Andy. <laughs>
3: Back now to Neil Warnock on the Norwoods Breakfast Show with Alan Brazil, saying he doesn't think referee Craig Paulson should referee Chelsea games.
0: When I got fined from Craig Paulson, I went to the, the... They brought an outside barrister in, the FA. They haven't even got anybody good enough in their own department to do my... They brought an outside barrister in. And then it, it, it looked back. They look back at my previous uh, enc- uh, fine. They always read back, you know. They, they haven't got time to read all mine. But my previous one was at Palace, 2015, when I, and guess who it was against? It was against Chelsea, Chelsea. and guess who the referee was? No way, Craig Paulson. I said, oh, if that had been one of my players, he would have got booked. I got fined 15 grand. So, when a couple of weeks ago, Alan, what the game we were we talking about? Arsenal Chelsea, wasn't it? Uh,
6: it wasn't. It wasn't Craig the Shed Paulson reffing again. It was against Chelsea, <laughs> and you're telling me he
0: shouldn't have sent Georgino <laughs> off. <laughs> The thing is, don't have Craig Pawson against Chelsea.
3: Time now to hear from the ginger fellow with loud shirts on drive. Adrian Dunn alongside the fellow with no hair on his head whatsoever. In fact, he might be smooth everywhere. I've not asked Danny Murphy that question before. Maybe that's one for tomorrow's show. Anyway, this is them two looking back at the Manchester derby. I'd rather not listen to this.
1: After 10 minutes, 15 minutes max, everybody could see, you know anybody watching the game that City were completely dominant on the right hand side because Kyle Walker is a fantastic footballer and brilliant pace strength and Mahrez is a clever player one of the you know, most productive players in the Premier League so the young lads got 2v1 midfielders are getting dragged out late can't get there in time so then they're coming out of position late leaving holes in midfield and then all of a sudden City are popping it And they're getting loads of possession Because of that right hand side first There's an out ball there all the time And good footballers, intelligent footballers Quickly realise where the out ball is He didn't change it He didn't shout onto Rashford Look, tracking for 10-15 minutes Like, forget what we said They're killing us down there Go and help Brandon Williams out Didn't happen That was a surprise The other surprise Which is where I think the game was won Was Pep's lack of striker I know some players filled the space occasionally when they were dominating possession, but he set up with uh, without one, didn't he? It was like a yeah. you know, oh, yeah, an e- both on the bench, extra midfielder. <laughs> yeah, and what happened then, of course, was they got outnumbered in the middle of the pitch and lost possession. They could not get possession of the ball because City weren't necessarily having loads and loads of chances up after the until the goal, um, but they were dominating possession because they outnumbered them in midfield. Now, the only thing you can do when you get outnumbered in midfield is drop off let them have it in front of you but United as I just said were caught in between call it in between this in between comment it's used a lot of footballers they say it flippantly what it means sometimes when you're caught in between you're not sure when to press when to drop because the original plan of what you're setting up against isn't the same so you're confused and it takes a while to work it out and it did work it out second half but in the first half they couldn't work it out and they got battered by a hell of a good side, good players who know how to <clears throat> utilise the weakness and the space that United left. So they were the two big things for me. Okay, so should... And he did change it at half-time, so credit to Oli for that. But should he have changed it in-game first half as soon as he realised what was happening? Yeah. You see, I, I, I sometimes see things are obvious and sometimes things are a bit more cute. And when you're playing, I think back to when I was playing... It's so it's so difficult at times when you're on the pitch to understand why you're getting dominated. That's the coach's job. That's where you need. I mean, there was a game the other week, and it slipped my mind that I think Brendan at Leicester changed something first half formation. Mourinho did it as well against somebody when he brought Dyer off early in one of the first yep. half. I think do you remember the game. Mm. So two times I saw I saw the the formation change within the first half, um, and it stopped the problems sometimes if you're struggling in a game it, it's maybe go man to man match up formation just stay in the game but United didn't it's a difficult one in terms of how much blame to put on the manager because there are games where I've I mean I did a piece after United are the only team to get points off Liverpool yeah. and he set them up with Pereira at the tip uh, behind a split front two of Rashford and Martial wasn't it I think it was Martial mm. and it was it worked They were a better team to Liverpool change second half. Liverpool had to change to adapt to Man United. Really clever from Ollie. But too often, he's getting it wrong. You know, some poor results and performances from Manchester United this season. So I think it's a mixture of both. It would be interesting to see how how well they do with everybody fit week Mm. in, week out. That's the, you know, because Pogba's a big miss. What anyone ever says about him, he's a big miss. Maguire's a big miss.
0: Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
2: This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Back
3: now to Neil Warnock. Blimey, Neil Warnock's in it again. Maybe this should be called the Neil Warnock podcast. No, definitely my name above the door. Anyway, this is Neil Warnock with his first and lasts, And you have my word, this will be the last we hear from Neil Warnock in this podcast. Let's
6: start with first ever gig concert you went to.
0: Well, it's, you've only just thrown this at me, uh, so obviously it's a, it's a long time to think back for that, but I think it was when I was a young... Shadows? No, no, no. I did go and see them, but Dave Dave Berry.
6: Who's Dave Berry? He
0: was our local guy who come good, and he's still singing, I think, at, at this stage, but uh, I used to go up to the community centre. We were only... Kids then, so I, we used to poke where, our heads. Where,
6: where, where, time what, what A place
0: called Freshfield, Sheffield. Oh, Sheffield. Uh, yeah, where I was born, and there was a community centre. We used to play there, and we used to sneak up and look through the windows and try and get free, you know, a free look at the concert. And really? uh, so it was super. Yeah, you know, I'm sure the lads know. No, Death, Leppard,
6: genus- Leopard, but they're not from Sheffield as well. <laughs> no, that no, wasn't your country. Probably, but that's not mine.
2: <laughs> you know,
0: that's last not...
6: time you were starstruck,
0: that would have to be when I met the Queen. Really. Yeah. I think I met the Queen when she came to Sheffield. And uh, <laughs> she, just, she came along the road like she does and talks and she went past me. I thought, oh, she's not spoke to me. And then the woman who was with her said, uh, this is Mr. Warnock who manages the football team. And she came back. Oh, and I love talking to her. I love the Queen.
6: floor y- your jaw hit the floor and she said, how are Wednesday doing?
0: No, she didn't. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, she was uh, It was brilliant
6: to meet I love the Queen uh, first time you used your fame to get something for free I can't it's a hard question
0: I cannot really remember that bloody hell I'm 71 I can't remember that uh, I think the the thing that Sharon doesn't she doesn't like me doing things like that to get it, but I have to laugh because there's times, occasionally, where she wants to do something or we want to do something and we can't get any joy.
6: And As in what, what a holiday? And or? I,
0: no, no, no. And I'll just say to her, whatever it is, can, can I say, you know, can I use the way I mean? She'll go, go on then. But it, and then I, we get what we want, and uh, but she doesn't like it that. No. <laughs>
6: what were the last movie? TV series you binged on? I must admit. I might be getting softer my old age. I must have watched about seven episodes last night of Riviera. Well, I, really I must, enjoyed I, it on I'm, Sky Atlantic. I
0: mean, I do like The Crown. Uh, I think that's great acting, but my favourite, and I, and I do cry every every programme, is Call the Midwives. What? I love calling midwives. Ah, bloody do, yeah. Why, well,
6: well, well, are you crying on the he time? He just
0: goes. I look away when they're born. There's one every, every, every program, and I look away. I are you crying? I can't look at. Oh, this. I think it's quite emotional, some of that Really? Stuff. Yeah, going back in time. I like that. I love to call the calling midwives.
6: Uh, first outlandish big money purchase.
0: Well, when I was seventeen, I passed my driving test, and I paid seventeen pound fifty for a Morris Minor. Uh, one of them... What, insurance? Uh, Morris Mider. That was for the car. <laughs> what? Morris Mider. It had a windscreen, a, a centre windscreen. You know the windscreen?
6: Why, why, windscreen, windscreen.
0: Why it why? had a middle, though. You know, yeah, like yeah, a I partition. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the indicators, when you flick the switch, it came up at the side and lit up. Yeah. You know, they were the good days, aren't they? I'm just, 17 fun, quid. 17 pound 50. <laughs> oh, no, 17 pound 10 shillings. Sorry, in them days, when not they? It was 50 pence in them days. Wow. Um, were
6: they quicker than the tram
0: It <laughs> was, was on a par with the trams if I'm honest
3: you, you can laugh you I,
0: I, remember, I remember the trams don't worry about
3: that time now to head over for the second time in this podcast to the Andy Goldstein Sporks Bar Monday to Thursdays from 10pm where we had some great guests including a man who doubled for Nicolas Cage for 10 years he was in the studio I don't know if Tom who produces this podcast has bothered to put that part in in fact if he has then it was a good guess because we're still not sure while i'm recording this if he hasn't he was appalling and we left him out i'm gonna ask you to do an impression if you don't mind before you you leave us is that okay yeah you must do it a lot then would you have ever done it on set in front of him does he know you can do a good nick cage I think he knows that I could do I, I can't do a good one but oh, I you can do, a, seen do it, decent they're, one. they're very good they're very good yeah 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 well I'm gonna do kind of like that That whoa, whoa, whoa. you know it's just like uh, I think I'm a little wired I'm a little tired so I'll come some friggin slack yeah <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> that really is fantastic and people obviously can't see because it's ready for yeah. your facial expressions <laughs> yeah. and the hands. you got yeah. the hands and up the hand. as well yeah. you're doing really let's go well, Harry you need to yeah, do your on. best on, uh, right. okay Nicholas Cage impression
4: OK. That's, that's actually not bad. Nice. Good that's start. OK. Really good. It's really good.
2: The standard's good. OK. Yeah, I quite like
3: More it. More like the Fonz, yeah. <laughs> That's good, though, Mick. you got to do Nick Cage impression, Matt, before you can continue.
4: OK. <laughs> oh, wow. You've, you've, you've... That's
3: made me well, clap. Good,
4: guys, yeah? Wow, that's you're, really you're, good, you're in the
3: hat. Really, you are in the conversation. Well, that's it. You've been listening to another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcast. Well done, everyone. I'd love to take you all to the pub for a drink. In fact, I wouldn't, actually. I don't really like the public. And uh, I don't like buying drinks, so forget everything I've just said. Anyway, make sure you remember to subscribe via Acast, Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you've not done so already. And if you have, pay no attention to what I've just said. Thanks for listening. Remember, the Sports Bar, the last one of the week on Thursday, that's tonight, is back from 10pm in its usual place. Right, Billy's just finished my hair. Time for Blowjoy.
0: That was a podcast
5: from Talk Sport.